When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up. Uh, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey. Hello. Good evening and welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. Guardians against the Bears. It's a tough one. Good evening to Don. I did like science more than math, but I detested them both. <laughs> Anthony, you've been sitting on that one all day. You knew you had a good one. Well, there, no, didn't that's, you? That's, you knew you had a good one. This is where these get played. And again, I like to explain myself. I understand that word does not exist, it just came out of my mouth wrong. How dare you! And good uh, evening, Don. North if I want to do a show in Des Moines, I'll move and then kill myself. <laughs> I'll say good evening to myself. What you need is an old-time manager who doesn't take any nonsense. <laughs> I love it. Like those, uh, the, Whoever said that does not have their own teeth. I did and, like science more than math, but I detested them both. And has <laughs> and has a, a cigar the size of a baby's arm. Oh, yeah. that was You saw my face. I had made the room for the cigar. <laughs> and you know what I like to say uh, when I say good evening to myself? Uh, good evening, Peter. Don't play that game. Oh, we're all in a oh, great week. Sorry, sorry. I'm not the best, but I did have a good week. I'm oh. still number one. Uh, one, I, one. I'm not, though. One, I'm not number one. one. I, love, I was number one for the week. I love how we play this game, and here we are through six weeks. Michael, 20 points. You, 19. And me, 18. I mean, we, nobody's running away with this. I thing. would say no. Michael acted like... I know. He he acts immediately like it's over. There's no way of knowing where this is going to land until someone gets like a lead of 10 or more. Yeah. It's basically in play. I mean, we've got we've got 11 weeks left of the season. Plus postseason. Why why I, you know yesterday I got to tell you guys I had the best thing happen to me with regard to the picks. What's that? I I knew I'd hit my Giants pick. I was obviously feeling really that good. That was about never that. really in question. Right. Felt good all Unless day. Unless you got a, like a backdoor cover. Right. But otherwise, you were in pretty good shape. Felt pretty good all day. And they went out right. And the whole time, I thought you guys both picked the Jets. Oh, yeah. And then I saw you both pick the Packers, and I was thrilled. You should be. Why, why did you guys pick the Packers? You thought it was just a bounce back spot for them? Well, yeah, because even talking to Steve Young, said, you know, this is a team with credibility. They just lost to the Giants. Tough loss. I couldn't wrap my mind around them winning in Lambeau. I'm getting Jet fans, you know, I should eat crow. Did anybody really expect them to win? Maybe cover, but to win was a surprise. And and, and to win by the final score of 27 to 10, that's, that's, that's pretty significant. But it, the thing I'm kicking myself over is that I should have made that my one-point play because I love the Bills in Kansas City. So once Michael went KC, mm-hmm. I should have adjusted and made it my two-point play. Mm-hmm. But I did pick up a point. I felt good about it. But it's, I really, really could have been tied. And I love Buffalo. We 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 were very well. Good yeah, and it kind of went the way I thought. Yep. 
Exactly. It would come down to a possession. The, they're they're kind of close, but clearly one's on the ascend and the other one's on the descent. Like we're talking about this being a great rivalry for many years. If it's not, it's going to be because Kansas City falls off. Falls I wouldn't off. say they're on the descent either. I think they're they're they're, they're not as good as I, I don't. They're not as good as Buffalo. They're a tick worse than Buffalo, but they're damn good. But would I be surprised if they don't go back to a Super Bowl? No, I would not. Yeah, well, it's been a few years already. Listen, this is the window in the NFL is not. And Buffalo better get on the horse here. I mean, they're not going to be there forever either, but it, 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 we've seen this coming. It, it's time. It, it's time for this team to go to a Super Bowl and win it. All right, let's stay with uh, football, and we'll, we'll get to some Yankees as well. We had Robert Sala on the program earlier, speaking of the aforementioned Jets-Packers game. Um, and we asked him, should people look at this team differently at this point after the wins they're putting together? That's more for you guys. I know the messaging. I know what we believe. The focus is finding ways to get better. We got to go to a Denver team that beat the brakes out off us last year. And yes, they have a new coach and a new quarterback, but for the most part, it's the same football team. And so there's a lot of different things that we still have got. We've got to be able to prove to ourselves. And the only way we can do that, the best chance we have to proving that is by preparing day in and day out and now, understanding that we haven't done anything. Uh, we also asked Robert Sala about the Elijah Moore comments after the game, complaining about not being targeted. He without sin cast the first stone, right? I don't think he's malicious at all. We're all entitled to mistakes. I, I know where his heart is. I know how he is on this when he walks in the building. I know how hard he works. I know how good of a teammate he's been. And, you know, sometimes mistakes happen, but I know where his heart is, and that's the most important thing. And I know he'll show up here today, tomorrow, and even Wednesday, and, and he'll continue to put his head down, work his tail off, and find ways to create separation and find ways to help elsewhere and find ways to keep going until the production comes. So I'm not overly concerned about Elijah. He's a great young man, and I think anyone who knows him would tell you the same well much like boone's response both could be true you could be a hard worker you could care yep. but still be out of line for what you said so i like the fact that sala said hey he made a mistake he acknowledged that a mistake was made but give give the kid a break let's not rake him over the coals here still a good kid still works hard all that but i i think both could be true i think sometimes we look at divas as lazy mm-hmm. no they're maybe closer to selfish because you can be selfish, Peter, and still work hard and want to do well. But are you all in as a team player when you're telling the media you wanted to be targeted more when the leading receiver had two catches? That, well, that's, that's You won the, the game by 17 points in Lambeau. Take the win. Take the W. Yeah, it's not. Like uh, McLaurin brought up earlier this year, he, not being as involved in the offense would he liked as he would have liked, but it came after a game which they lost and the offense was terrible. Even that's not great because right. again you're worried about yourself. You want to help. Well, I, yeah. So everybody contributes to the win. Everybody contributes to the loss. But when you start saying uh, you need to target me more, then you're kind of throwing your quarterback under the bus, or your offensive coordinator. And you start pointing fingers. It's not good. But you're right. It's a lot better after a loss. Well, no, and there's a way to win. take it yourself too. There's a way to make it on yourself. I need to find a way to get myself right, open. Yeah. I need to. But there's a there's a way to do but it. But that's what you're taking from you know the biggest win the Jets have had like literally in five years, and the and the, the thing you're talking about is how you didn't contribute more. Jets also, by the way, over the last two weeks now, forty point point differential, which is pretty incredible. And not nobody. I mean, I I really don't know where Miami right now is without Tua. Not great, but, but still, still. It's, a, it's a dolphin. They were, uh, they have not been favored in a game so far this year. The Jets have been an underdog in all six games they played, and they're four and two. So not only have they covered in four of the six games they've played, they won, won outright. outright. I mean, that's uh, that's impressive. What, was, what what did Miami do yesterday? Lost to Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, Minnesota. One of the picks I got right on my uh, 
My cover five, a disaster in my cover five. 24-16, Minnesota now 5-1. and one. They're kind of a paper tiger, too, to me. But who's never, winning that division, right? Right and, now, all right, I'm asking you, Peter, straight out. Who's winning the Central? Minnesota. Or whatever, North or whatever. I, 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 I at this moment, I'm sorry, Ballard. I, at this moment, based on what I've seen over the, of the Packers over the last couple of weeks, and for the record, they play my commanders, my commies this weekend. If they lose three in a row and it's to the commies, it's outright tailspin time. Let's just be real. Yeah. But based on what I've seen so far, I've, I don't believe their offense gets it together. I think the loss of Devontae Adams will prove to be a huge, huge deal for this team as the season goes on. And, this, and, and at this stage of his career, same thing with Tom Brady, what's going on, right? You lose Gronk again, although this idea that Gronk's going to keep coming back, that may not happen. New coaching staff, all that, or new head coach anyway that at 45 years old might be a little bit too much. A younger Tom, a younger Aaron can probably compensate for the losses. But now, at their stage of their career, especially Brady, I just feel like Brady's going to regret coming back. He could have walked away with a great come-from-behind moment against the Rams, a game they lost, but still it wasn't on him. A team that went on to win the Super Bowl, certainly no disrespect there, walk away, done, march into the Hall of Fame in, in three years, to now what could very well be just a, an awful season. I mean, who's winning that division, though? I like, Certainly not going to be the Panthers. I, I, I Back to the to the North, though, not only do I like Minnesota winning the division, but I'll tell you this, Don, they may be a paper tiger, or however you describe them, but they're all if they have a great year and their offense is clicking, it's not a building you love to go play a playoff game in. Oh, no. Like They could oh. end up being sort of a tough out if they have a solid year. No, it could be. And really, outside of Philadelphia, and even Philadelphia to a certain extent. I mean, they're 6-0, and they look like they're one of the best teams in football. But are you ready to say they are? I mean, they're 6-0, so you can't ignore it. You are what your record says you are. But is, does Philadelphia look like a team that's going to go 14-3, and 15-2? They're the last undefeated, right? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else undefeated. All right, but... So if that's the best the conference has to offer, which is a big surprise, I think Dallas will be hurt when Dak comes back. When Dak comes back, they will be in the conversation. And and, 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 and Steve's right. Green Bay will play better. They might have dug themselves a big hole, but they'll play better. Well, it's not a big hole. They're three and three. You know, I don't know what to make of the West, right? I mean, San Francisco, it's any given day. Seattle's playing over their head. I don't think that's going to last. It's it's a good point. I, I did not see San Francisco getting whooped yesterday. That was not what I envisioned. Arizona just traded uh, with the Panthers to get Robbie Anderson. for Robbie Anderson, but they the Cardinals are a mess, absolute mess. So the Rams are, look like they're going to easily win that division. So when you start talking about wild cards in the NFC, yeah, but Don, you say that, but the Rams are sitting at three and three. The Cardinals are two and four. I mean, we we're, we are. This but season is so, look. and this season is so long, though. I'm just saying the ebbs and flows of a football season. One of the teams that's down right now, there's a two and four team that will be in the conversation at the end of the year. Well, there's you, no doubt, one or two will be in the conversation. You just don't want to dig yourself too big of a hole, no, that, and, and and certainly the Cardinals have not done that since they're just a game out. But it has not looked good. Questions about the quarterback, certainly the coach as well. Green Bay, but they're, but they're all within striking distance, right? Dallas too. Dallas is more than survived without Dak. 
It's very. I think that's one of the most impressive stories in the league all year. I hate to say it, but it's true. Quinn and Williams after the Jets game talking about how much of a statement win this was for this team. I don't think it was a statement or anything like that. I think we were just coming in and doing our job, playing football on Sunday. Uh, um, I think uh, as a unit, as a team, especially on defense, our biggest thing was just executing and communicating. Uh, week in and week out, we, that we always preach. We know our downfall is um, communicating and executing. So every single week, we try to execute and communicate uh, to the best of our abilities um, every single down. And I feel like when we uh, execute and communicate 100%, all, all 11 on the field uh, doing the same thing, um, we're a great defense. Yeah, communication's been important. Everybody knows where they are. That's why I wish Sala would get a little bit more credit for where the Jets are. It seems like the Giants, it's all about the coaching. And the Jets, it's all about their talent. I know. I know. It feels a little unfair. And, and maybe we're underrating the Giants' talent a little bit. But I still think they're overachieving because of the coaching. And but and the Jets, I think, are a much more talented team. But Sala deserves credit for where they are. I know. I actually do feel a little bad for Sala in that regard. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Let's go to Brian Dable, the man who gets all the credit on the resiliency of his Giants offense. Yeah, and it's something we've preached since day one, since we've been here. Coaches, people in the building. This league is hard. It's not always going to be perfect. There'll be a lot of people down on you. You might be down on yourself. Wish you could do better. Keep on getting back up. You keep on swinging. Keep on competing, regardless of the score, or the situation of the game. And that's not easy to do, right? You know, that's not easy to do when you're down and, you know, to sit on a bench and start playing. And that's, that's easy to do. It's hard to, to stick with it. Get ready to play the next series and not worry about if you just got beat on a pass or if you got sacked. That's, you got to flush it pretty quick. Flush it. And I flush it. I flush it. It, it shows you how great winning is. Because if, if the Giants were 1-5, and five, we'd be like, Table's too much with the coach speak. You know, oh, no, he, you know he's yeah. giving you a lot of generic rah rah stuff. He did it at camp, you know. But you're five and one, so you don't care. You we love didn't it. get any. Uh, we didn't get any of Robert Sala's uh, favorite phrase today. What receipts? No, the uh, what is it? The uh, something to something time to oh um time on task time on task. We didn't get a tot today. No, nope. and, and maybe it applied more than ever on Sunday. Here's uh, Dan- guests are whack. Daniel Jones on whether he shocked the team as five and one. We're not shocked. No, we're not. We're not shocked that we find ways to win. I think we're uh, we're confident in what we can do, and we're confident in our in our toughness, our ability to compete and find ways to win down the stretch. So no, we're we're not shocked. I think we understand. There's a lot still out there for us. There's a lot. You know, we got to work to to improve on. But no, we're not shocked. By the way, I I I I'm, I'm I I love it. I hear the little chuckle. Because, of course, they're not shocked. Just want to be clear. We are. Okay? Everyone's shocked. Everyone. Well, you can't I, say I, that, though. What? No, no. Of uh, course. Daniel he, Jones can't He gave that. the exact right answer. I'm just here to tell you the truth. Everyone is shocked. And I would imagine Brian Dable's pretty damn surprised as well. Also want to give a shout-out to Mario, 
Lyft driver on the Grand Central listening to us. Oh, sounds like a great guy. I agree. Mario's a nice name. It's not Marco, but it's it's close. What do you mean? It's the name of the greatest hockey player who ever lived. Uh, second greatest hockey player who ever lived. Bobby. No, no, I said second. I think second's just fine. Second's fine. I, I'm, I'm second's with you. just I'm, fine. I'm Come with on. you on second. Although, I saw a stat the other day about Sid Crosby, who you, you'll agree when it's all said and done is going to be a top 10 player of all time, right? Sure. Might be already. Might already be there. Someone sent me a stat on what Gretzky had point-wise at this age. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even close. It's, he's, I think he's double. Yeah, it's... It's, it's absolutely... I don't think any, I don't know if there'll ever be a player again that dominates their sport to the degree that Gretzky no. dominated hockey. I mean, just we say it all the time: take all of his goals away, all eight hundred and ninety-four, the most in the history of the sport. He's still the leader in points, just on assists. It's it's nobody the, has. I mean, really, well, may, but, maybe maybe, and I guess it's under circumstances. With the PEDs, but you know Barry's run, uh, Barry Bonds, but that. it wasn't nearly as long. No, but right, that's what I'm saying. And but I'm just, no, I was going to say Wilt. I think Wilt would be probably the comp, a guy who averaged 50 points a game for a season. Yeah, like Wilt Chamberlain maybe dominated but the game. But to happen much. again, no, I don't it's, think in any sport as great as LeBron or or Jordan, as great as right now Connor McDavid is, or you know KD in basketball right now. No, no. All right, let's stay a little bit more NFL. Do it. Do it. Um. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take a break from the NFL for two seconds. We'll go back to it. Interesting. Mm. Well, we got to talk Yankees quite, for a quite minute. the pivot. Yeah, it was a pivot. Um, I wanted. I don't want to forget about the Yankees. Um, they're playing tonight, Don. In case you're aware, it's a pivotal game five. Oh, we're hoping, yeah, anyway. winner takes all situation. Is that right? Yeah. Here's Garrett Cole asked about uh, Nailers rocking the baby and saying, "You're my son." Celebration last night. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's cute. That's a great response. Yeah. It really is. Whatever. It's cute. Uh, Jameson Tyone on preparing for this big game five. At the end of the day, it's just about executing my pitches to my areas, and that's as simple as I can try to keep it. So look at the scouting reports, figure out where my safe areas are to go, and just attack those with my best stuff. Um, that's kind of what my game plan is going to be. I'm not going to have... Anything in mind other than just attacking with my best stuff to my best areas, um, <laughs> bullpen or starters. This? That's kind of something that carries over to, to both jobs. Yeah, you, you know what music needed to be played under that? We need to have this ready. I think we used to have it in the system. We need the Revenge of the Nerd song music to even be playing under that. I've never heard someone describe their plan in a more nerdy approach than that was. Oh, the bump, 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 but from oh yeah, yeah. I, I, the performance song. No, it's in definitely the there. That we used to play it all the time. Didn't all we? the time, whenever people got analytics. That's it. Uh, wow, it's been a long so, time. So, uh, I don't go. know if you Here want to go. go through it again. Go ahead. At the end of the day, it's just about executing my Anthony. pitches to my areas, and that's as simple as I can try to keep it. So, look at the scouting reports, figure out where my safe areas are to go, and safe just areas. attack those with my best stuff. Um, that's kind of what my game plan is going to be. Let me, t- let me say this right now. Is there a sport that has more cringe-like language than baseball? The worst example being the fact that people legitimately say punchies yeah, is I, sickening. It's absolutely listen, repulsive. Of the four, and this is going to get me in a lot of trouble with baseball fans. Go ahead. Two two hot takes. Number one, of the four major sports in North America, the nerd of the four is baseball. Can we agree on that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. And if you if if the other three sports existed, and somebody came up with the idea of baseball today, 
They'd say, no, we're good. Gotta go, you got to go back to the drawing board. Not a good enough sport. So just, it's, it's got the history behind it, but there's so many things you'd want to change. You know, the length of game, how many games are played. It's the pace. You watch the pace. And listen, there's so much involved. And I still love it because I grew up on it. You and, watch and a football game. You watch a hockey game. You watch a basketball game. And then you turn on a baseball game. It's just at a different pace. It's leisurely. It's it's long. It's a wild coyote. A lot of exciting things happen on occasion. No, during the playoffs, <laughs> it gets manageable. But prior they to give the- you a bat, and the bat is for to hit the ball. Back to the football. Here's Tom Brady after the Bucks loss on why they lost. Well, we didn't do well in the red area, first of all. We didn't do good. We were second to go on the one, and we didn't do a good job there. We had other red area opportunities. We didn't do a good job there. Now, we had opportunities on third and short to extend drives. We didn't do well there. So it doesn't matter, you know, who you're playing. If you're not making the plays, then it doesn't matter if it's the Steelers or the Chiefs or the Packers or the Saints. It's either make the plays or you don't. It's a production business. Ryan Clark on Get Up talking about where Brady's at right now. If we're going to sit on this set and consistently talk about how throughout Tom Brady's career, nothing has ever been more important than football, then we have to sit here today and say that's not the same anymore. We have to sit here today and say that has changed. We have to sit here today and say that has changed because Tom Brady has shown us that it's different. Tom Brady has shown us it's okay to miss double-digit days in training camp as my team prepares for the season. Tom Brady has shown us it's okay to not be at the Saturday morning meetings and walk through because my former owner and my friend is getting married married on Friday night. Now listen, I agree with everything Ryan just said there. Yes. Right? He, he nailed it. Yes. I also understand, on a human level, let me be clear, as someone who went through a divorce while trying to work, it was the worst time in my life. It was an utter nightmare. Mm-hmm. I get it. Tom Brady's a machine. I get it. We can't relate to him. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. All the, I get But at the end of the day, he's a human All going right. through a really okay. weird period. It, and to your point, Don, the mistake was him even trying to come back well, again. That, that's where the arrogance to me came from. Because let's not make it seem like all of this just happened in week four. This was a guy trying to make it work, knowing that his marriage was on the rocks, knowing that there were a lot of extenuating circumstances that would affect him. He still thought he could do it, Peter. He did. Remember, he went into the season. There were going to be certain days off for him to be able to do his financial problems. He still put football ahead. So he doesn't have a kick coming to me. Things happen during the course. You went through your situation, Peter. It wasn't while you were going through it, decide to add more onto your plate and then complain that you can't handle it. Uh, I have to add a, a, a news update, breaking news. Uh, game 5 will not start on time tonight. We do uh, not we have the official time yet. But it will not be 7.07. So, had a feeling. Yeah, so, if you're going to the stadium, slow down. Lock, okay. lock yourself into Rangers, Ducks. Rangers are a heck of a team. That's right. Ray Rowe. And I think you'll be okay at 8.30 for Broncos Chargers. But you know what I mean, Peter, right? I do. In the middle of what everything you were going through, decided to take on another job. And then in midway through that job, it's like, I'm having trouble handling. Well, why did you take on the other job? He knew, he knew the entire office. He was retired. I wonder sometimes, by the way, you know, we all think we know the story of what happened with them, right? Like, everyone's told this very basic story of, like, Giselle obviously didn't want to play football anymore. He wanted to play. He wouldn't live, give it up. And then he came back after retiring and they got divorced. We have no idea, though. No, we don't know. It could have been the exact opposite, Don. He may have come back because the marriage had fallen apart. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back and play football then. Yeah, but the fact that he wanted certain days off kind of gave the indication, at least to me, that he, was trying that to- he knew that it was going to be very difficult to juggle both. That's what it felt like. 